Dog It Club is a podcast about three friends quantifying their love for television via a spreadsheet. This show contains explicit language and is not safe for little ears. And there is a perpetual spoiler alert in effect. Episode 29 of Target Club. Yeah, we're going to talk about Smallville this week. And uh, Evan and I have watched it. Taylor has not. That's right. Uh, we rate it very well. Uh, we're very fond of this show. Um, Evan? Fucking Smallville rules. <laughs> it's silly and fun and full of Superman. Superman. A lot of Superman cocktailing. If you're a fan of Superman, it's just for like 10 years. It's just like, oh, you want to see some Superman? You want to see his S symbol? No. You know, you know. Yeah. It was, it was you want him to fight? You want him to fight? Not going to fly for like nine years. Now, we like, talk a lot about Superman versus Batman. We talk about the music that's in the show. It's uh, a lot. Yeah, we devolve into a bit of a conversation about uh, the music of the early 2000s. And then somehow we started talking about some Star Wars in there a little bit. I don't know. It's a little it is the rails. what it is. It's Doggett Club. Our favorite phrase. It's Doggett Club. Welcome, guys. Welcome. Welcome to the not so stuff. Do us a big favor. Rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. And follow us on Twitter. Twitter.com. And take us higher. Can you take us higher? Wow, you you had me. I blended Creed with the opening of a... Oh, well, that's fun. Yeah, enjoy that episode. (laughs) Bye. If that isn't enough to convince you to watch Smallville, <laughs> I don't know what is. Uh, this is con- I would say this might be one of the more controversial, real high up on the list shows. Well, it's up there because only well, only two of us have watched it. But it's up there. Like I, I would say this in Supernatural, as far as acting and stuff, isn't. High above, say, like Xena Warrior Princess. You know what I mean? <laughs> they were pretty low budget because, you know, it's you look at Smallville. What is CW. it? CW. CW show, goddamn 
10 seasons of that show, 20 something episodes a season. 2001 to 2011. They're cranking them out. Like, you'll, you know, and it's one of those shows where, just like a a real low budget show like Xena or Hercules, where they'll have the episode where they're mostly just dooting around like one place and not much happens. And then they'll have like the big tent pole with the big. This is a show about Superman, guys. But it's definitely a Monster of the Week show. It's 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 your traditional supernatural Buffy the Vampire Slayer. X-Files. X-Files, Hercules and Xena, like monsters coming and we're going to take out that bad thing and i think i think i have to emphasize something real painting in the colors of superman 217 episodes yeah it's long 10 seasons 10 full seasons two ten network and you know what i'm gonna play i'm gonna play some devil's advocate here no wonder they didn't make any more super superman shows this one had it all had it all 217 episodes of it but look at the ratings when it was at its peak it was watched by everybody. It was super uh, fucking popular. Season one was 8.4 million, 8.7 season two. Then it dropped to six, gradually fell in the fours, the five, four, then 2.58, 2.98. Yeah. The la- and I would seasons. say, just like most of these shows, they go, like, they should have stopped at a certain point. Somebody save me from my <laughs> ratings going down. Yeah. It, but it, the first, the first few seasons of that show are real. They're just, you know, just it's one of those superhero shows that, that we've all seen a bunch of times now, where they kind of take the pieces of this character and kind of shuffle them about, and they're telling this little prequel story. And it mm-hmm. starts with him crashing, and it's the story of young Clark Kent learning. They just take that origin story and stretch it out a little yep. bit. Yep. And they add a bunch of other people. Um, but they, I, they pull people from the comics. I, listen, is I Lo- like Is it. Lois Lane in it somehow? Yes. yes. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and she's great. Yeah, she's um, great. It, I, I, I like this show. I've mentioned this before. If you've ever listened to some episodes of this podcast, I love Superman. I will defend Superman against all the people that are like, Batman's better. And I'm like, no, he's not. Nope. He's just he's just by the numbers not as good a character as Superman. Uh and I think it I I think at this point Superman is one of those he's like the ultimate pop entertainment character i just think that has fallen but but the movies of superman the character aside from the aside from the old one which we all agree is probably the best with christopher reeves the first two of those i'm just i'm talking about superman in a broad that that character though i'm just making a point a broad point since you're making broad points (laughs) superman as a character on the big screen has been pretty much a failure yeah uh the last probably two to three decades because the because the current dc universe movies has forgotten why superman is a good fucking character superman it and especially for someone who has a more it's not, it's socially not, it's liberal not dark, mindset, it's not dark enough he's, right no <laughs> <laughs> he's it's the ultimate immigrant story a literal alien that came and did, didn't grow up in the city, grew up in the heart. It's, I'm saying for right now, Superman, it done right, would matter so much. He's from somewhere else. He loves the, the country he was born in. Kansas, raised by salt-of-the-earth farm pit. It's the 
best fucking sharpest origin story with the clearest message of acceptance and hope. And, pe- you know, people are like, well, he's, he could be a god and rule the earth. Fucking exactly. And he doesn't. He doesn't because he loves not just America and the idea of truth and justice and hope, but he believes in people and humanity. It's the it's fucking it could be. Because that, that look at those Wonder Woman, the Wonder Woman movie. It was a big success because it was hopeful and bright, and it was Wonder Woman. They didn't do that with Superman. They made him. They sh- sapped. What's his name? They sapped grimacing. the life. They 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 made <sighs> him into this. Not even with just Man of Steel and Batman Superman, but even Superman Returns. Oh yeah, super dark. The one with uh, what's his uh, name? Good old fashioned Kevin Spacey as uh, hi, I'm Lex Kevin Luther. Spacey. I'm Brand- Brandon Routh. Well, well, well. As <laughs> I'm Kevin Spacey. So that is, I, oh, I agree I'm Frank with Frank Underwood. What are y'all talking about, old Superman for? <laughs> That's me, Frank. 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 Anyway. I think um, I agree. I agree with this. You know what kills me? He was a great Lex Luthor. <laughs> he was the, the only su- good part of that movie. Yeah, he was. Ugh, what um, a dirtbag! But Superman <laughs> has had successes on the little screen with uh, the animated all the way, series. All, all the way back. I to will the, maintain. I always mention that those. The, I remember the, the old Bruce Tim fucking animated DC universe. All of that shit. Is I remember the old one on Nick at Night where they had the black and white <laughs> Superman <laughs> from back. <laughs> <in> <laughs> 40s, I, I, I yeah. watched that. My yeah. grandma had those on VHS. I watched that, and then the, some of the cartoons, and then of course the '70s movies, and and then Lois and Clark in the '90s, another TV show based mm-hmm. around Superman. There's I been a lot of, of good that. Superman, con- and I will always maintain. And like when people are like, "Oh, I don't get it," I'm like, "There's like I could point to three or that four had, different uh, graphic novels." Terry Hatcher was in that one. Yeah, I remember that. I I just you know say you're describing Superman and Batman to someone who has n- never heard of them, like okay, well one is this immigrant from space, he's an alien, looks human, and he grows up as an American guy in the Midwest, and, and he and he wants to fight for truth and justice and use this great powers, blah, blah, blah. and and this other guy he's he's a he's a billionaire who. Just can't quite get. You know how everybody loses their parents at a certain. Sometimes real young, and they go on to be just fine. He he's not. He's he's mad. <laughs> he is, isn't and he? And he's and he. Oh yeah, he's a billionaire, but he he uh he's pissed. He buys lots of planes and cars and uh expensive stuff. Fights the same like six dudes. So. <laughs> I don't know. I just there's so many different ways. That's that's Superman. Pretty, that's harsh on Batman. That's harsh on Batman, but it's like I'm just like just admit though he's a billionaire. Like there's Marvel's told Batman twice in better ways with Iron Man and Daredevil. As far as the human guy getting his ass kicked and being like, oh my my back is hurt because I'm hurt, and and the rich guy using his stuff to I think Iron Man's a better telling of the rich guy superhero. I, I like I, I yeah. Anyway, I just I'll always kind of on Batman. I just it's been done. It's been done a thousand times, and Superman imagine, is yet to have that ima- right there. Imagine that. a Superman trailer, and it has this exact music. And Use it, it again. Captu- it captures that that exact song. They license it. Yep. And just give and us you know what? what we want. You know what? Not this. Is he a god? He destroyed New York City. Oh, my God. It's so dark and gray. I want We're going to gonna imagine use a this. blue tint for this whole movie. I want you to imagine this. Use the John Williams theme 
and give it the a little bit of the humor of Guardians of the Galaxy or Thor. Just a little bit. Yeah. Cast it, someone it some humor. Cast someone like a Chris Pratt, like someone who can cut the right figure and have, have the square. Uh, you know Jimmy, who would be Jimmy in the if in you the were going to if you were going to do an older you, you know who I'd cast if you were going to do an older Superman, a little bit older, John fucking Ham. I, I want to drop my mic oh, right yeah. now. Yeah. Imagine John Hamm. Yeah, I like that. A movie that with this kind of theme. We're obviously starts of his work. Already starts <laughs> yeah. with him as Superman. Fucking do the fucking shirt open. Make it a little bit cornball. Man, will somebody Fuck listen me. to our podcast that has this authority and think about cast this? Cast a... Who, Ca- cast John Hamm. Cast him in uh, it. This have, is no, perfect. Fuck that. Fuck the movie. Do a Mad Men style <laughs> TV 1960s show. TV show. Show starring John Hamm as motherfucking Superman <laughs> and Christina Hendricks, a darkened-haired Christina Hendricks as goddamn Lois Lane. I'd Just watch it. Oh, do I'd it. Watch that. I'd make it, it happen. It. Yeah. Just and cast the whole show with the people from Mad Men. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, you could. Dude, dude that loses his eye could play uh, Jim, an older Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, fucking. Oh man, there's a lot, a lot. Think of, of oh, uh, 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 Roger as 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 like Perry White. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Fuck, for sure. It'd be great. Are you listening, <laughs> L.A. Hollywood? <laughs> Jesus Christ, AMC. You know, think about whoever, John Ham in a Superman outfit. With that little curl and his dimpled ass chin, it's just perfect. giving a little cocky. Yeah. He and is make him Superman. a little he bit of a douche. Make him a little uh, nerdy, douchey. Clark make him Kent, a little bit you know? oblivious, and but very. Oh God, you could make it so. There's so. Oh, many, they could really fuck, run with. They that. could run with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Smallville. Anyway, Smallville. <laughs> uh, that was our better idea for. That a was Superman our better show. idea for some sort of Superman. We, we got a lot to say about Superman. I, I just love the heart of the character I like. I've always liked what Superman speaks of, especially in these times, in this day and age, with how unkind our country is to immigrants and and the, and immigra- immigrants from people from elsewhere being so demonized and made up to be the boogeyman and the, the reason for all these this bad stuff. The fact that that's what Superman is, is an immigrant, and he's always been portrayed as one. But also, you know, having raised in the heartland, and I, I just did it, so many beautiful stories. I all star, all star Superman, a Superman for all seasons, and Re- Superman Red Sun, three three different graphic novels that are just like, just there you go, make that movie. They, they should have a Superman uh, nowadays. Uh, the alt right, an alt right website could do a little comic thing where Superman. Gets uh, arrested, Superman, for being an undocumented Superman. (laughs) He wasn't born in America, so he's not. He's not. He's not this immigrant. This, ladies and gentlemen, this is Rush Limbaugh here, uh, Metropolis's number one political pundit. You know, all I as I start every show with, God bless Lex Luthor, (laughs) the beacon of human brilliance. How about that, Lex Corp? LexCorp is a fine institution, <laughs> and in, and some people have levied against me the idea that yes, we are funded funded by LexCorp. <laughs> I work for the man. <laughs> I I think I would hope after all these years you trust my taste in people. He's a good man. He's an industrialist. You, you go out to dinner with him pretty regularly. I love right? Lex. He introduced me to this. Um, 
I mean, he was this guy that he was green. I think his name was Brain something. Brainiac. Brainy. Brian. I think it was Brian. <laughs> anyway, uh, real good guy. Underground fortress. It's oh, good people that run this Lex Luthor. Uh, we went to this big black helmet out in the, the swamp. Uh, I met Cheetah Lady. Uh, I met a, a, a an octopus man. It, it was good stuff. <laughs> but uh, we we talk at length about that goddamn that 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 miscreant Superman. What a just a vile this this <laughs> alien. Let's just say it, folks. He's a goddamn space alien. Comes down here in his goddamn underwear, swooping over here, swooping <laughs> over there. It's 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 malarkey. But but he helps a lot of people. I right? did see. Look at all the destruction of property. He fought that Zod guy. Like the whole West Side's goddamn he, gone. He plays God. Oh, d- my music cut out. <laughs> he plays Bullshit. God. See, you know, I, I'm blaming Superman for that too. He no. probably zipped through here at the speed of light that's, and turned off my goddamn music. That's the problem with Superman is he plays God. There's only you know, one God. Hey, where 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 the hell was Superman when I fell off my roof last year, huh? Threw my back out. What were you doing what, up there, Rush? What, I was I was cleaning the goddamn gutters. <laughs> you know that. Do that every spring. <laughs> Lost my footing, fell down. Nearly broke my damn back. What Where the- was Superman then? Hmm, I thought he could see everything. I, I, you know, they have satellite photos of him floating out in space, just staring down at the Earth like a goddamn peeping Tom. <laughs> he could be looking at your wife and her goddamn knickers. You believe that? You think you believe all that bu- bullshit that he only uses his powers for good? Yeah, okay. It's not like he was raised in Kansas or anything. <laughs> Bullshit. Alien. Bullshit alien. Get out of our country. Which is ironic because (laughs) in a later season of Smallville, see how I brought it back around, there was a radio host guy that was inhabited by the ghost of Darkseid and tried to take over the world, but he was banished to the Phantom Zone by Clark. Good. (laughs) Harry Potter. Harry, is that you? Come to me, Harry. I'm going to have the emperor back. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the bad guy of the whole thing. Gosh, I want him. I want Norman Osborn. I want to see William Ah. Defoe back as Norman Osborn. Is Green Goblin, yeah, Green Goblin, the whole shebang. I'm going to get you, Tom Holland. <laughs> they just do it, and they use the same exact goblin Looks outfit. Looks like you're from- off, like, the end of Far From Home. It's just, it's he, he's, defeated, he's defeated Mysterio, and up from the smoke, from the, where uh, they're in Venice or something, he rises up from the canals, you just hear, <laughs> and he's, I'm back, Spider-Man. You thought you stabbed me, but I'm back. <laughs> Spider-Man, you, you look far from home, Spider-Man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would get up and start clapping oh. in the theater. When but that we joke about that. And you go, Spider-Man. <laughs> but that's what Star Wars is doing. They're literally the last movie is going to be. Ha. Huh. Go! 
Oh, it was me all along. I was. You think you thought I was thrown? When they threw me into the reactor, I became a ghost. That's like guys. I became more powerful. You know how you could possibly. They're gonna awkwardly. I'm worried that they're gonna just awkwardly string. They got this up their ass to go. Hey, you know what we should do with the last Star Wars movie? Connect all of them. Let's just connect them all with this one thread. They could make all the... And who better to do it than the Emperor? (gasps) I mean, mean, (laughs) listen, maybe it'll be good. Maybe it's like Vader and Rey were his experiments in like virgin births and trying to live forever. It all worked exactly as I had foreseen. And now, young Skywalker, Ray, you will die. die. <laughs> <laughs> I will rise. I will rise. Oh, <laughs> the rise of Skywalker. Can I? I'm weak. I'm weak. weak. I have to help him. Okay, uh, Clark, so Clark, <laughs> you have a all over the place. Today. Hey, 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 Clark, Clark, do you have a secret, bud? It's me, your friend Lex. Oh, gosh. Clark, do you have a problem? People expect to hear about a show. Clark? I know. <laughs> Clark? I'm trying to bring him back around. Welcome hey, to Clark. the show, folks. Hey, Clark. Because <laughs> let's talk about the best thing about Hunting Smallville, and that's to do the play, the Luthers. Yeah, Luther. I Fucking mean, uh, Michael Rosen. Was it Rosenblatt? Rosenbaum. Rosenbaum. Michael Rosenbaum, who plays Lex. And motherfucking my VIP, my, <laughs> my favorite, John Glover. As Lionel Luther. Well, hello there, Lex. You'll know John Glover as uh, he was Clamp in Gremlins 2. He was the the snotty director from he was uh, Scrooge that was Bryce. like, oh, hey there, bit. Hey, bud. Hey, Bryce, all right. We're going to work Cummings. together. Rice coming. Yeah. And um, he plays Lionel Luther, Lex's dad. He's yeah. He steals every scene he's in. The first few seasons, him and the peop- the two people that play the uh john and martha kent you can tell that they they snagged some real fucking good actors to help those kids along you know yeah yeah Yeah. uh but man john glover just oh well he's just so like he you know he plays that you like him oh i'm a real nice fella oh yeah yeah (laughs) but then like when he's alone with lex he's just yeah you're a piece of shit (laughs) yeah he just like the 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 uh, mental abuse that Lionel puts Lex through, they that's great. Yeah. Like again, because like I've I've said with Gotham in the past, it's a show that paints in the colors of the thing. Like a lot of his villains are introduced, Brainiac and Metallo and Lex and fucking whatever. But it's even a lot of the minor ones too. Yeah, it's real a minor, weird, silly, fun show. Like it's a fun superhero. So show. I watched this show a long time ago before it was on any streaming service. I let's just say. I found ways to watch it. <laughs> I'll just say that. And you were saved. You yeah. thief. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go there. I'm gonna, I I I found ways to watch it, that's all I'm gonna say. Uh and it it hooked me pretty much instantly. I was like, okay, this show's cool because you know, I like a lot of superhero stuff. I like supernatural like magic or See, this is supernatural you. powers. So I, I started watching the show Buffy, man. And instantly suck. you see like they they their special effects aren't bad. No, it's not that for bad. being the C, C, CW in two thousand one. 
Like, I think it still holds up when you watch it. It's still pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, they mask it real well. So I they like a lot of the super. Evan's stuff, not like, doing a good job of selling. Well, like they this. they make it part of the storyline. Like that they do he, a good. He job. can't fly. Like they don't That's, do the flight. Flight. They 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 tease you with flight for like the whole show. He's, he at the beginning of the show, he's still discovering his powers. Like it's all about like they take that period in most of the Superman movies where he's like a, he's like a, in high school like figuring out. And they—that's what the show is. Is him like he figuring himself? All of a sudden, out. we're going. Oh no! I have frost breath. I didn't know that. Like yeah. that kind of thing. Like that's fun. The first bunch of seasons where he's figuring that shit out is—I love that. That show for me is the first like five or six, five seasons. Just oh, such good. I mean, and then you're watching it because you've loved it so much, and there's still so much good. Right. You just keep watching because you're like, wow, they're still doing this. This is crazy. I like Supernatural. We're on season fifteen. There's gonna be sixteen seasons of Supernatural. Like that's that's a lot. Hugga gugga. Like that. If you watch, I, if you watch it all Supernatural, you're sure you can watch Smallville. It's it. Like, and here's the yeah, other that thing. That was a big Justin, undertaking. I Justin, I know it looks like shit. But you need to watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You can't. I am looking at your list, and I'm listening to how much you like Smallville, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you're gonna get so hooked on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, your asshole's gonna. But out. but but Justin is more sensitive to old I know. media than it's you are. It's just the old Star Trek. It's so I'm, gonna, good. I'm gonna find the HD remaster they did, <gasps> even though it's probably shitty, and I'll watch it. It's just. But yeah. we're talking about Smallville. <laughs> it's so let's, it's let's the go show in. I let's most go, relate let's go, to. Smallville. Let's go into well, our format. Well, I'm, I want to get just continue my background because I watched this show probably two or three times before Evan watched it once. I think I've seen it four times through. Holy shit, Jesus! Yeah, I've watched ten seasons four times. Uh, wow, that's how much I like it. So my rating right now is an eight point seven seven. It's my number sixteen show. Like it's a it's really good. I really enjoyed it. And then um, I've been trying to get you guys to watch it for a while. I've been saying you guys need to watch Smallville. You you have, and I and remember I've been going through a phase where everybody knows I'm watching. Yeah. I've been watching shows with ten episodes a season up until just recently, where I started Voyager. Right. I'm on season two, over Chukute. halfway done. But Evan was well, it? probably my Evan, least favorite Chukute. character. Is Chukote. Evan, Chukote. Evan was in a certain like he had he was in a certain mood, and he he started it. And well, did I watch it before or after Supernatural? I don't know. I had remember I watched those two back to back. I don't. I think I, you watched it after Supernatural. You did. Uh, after, I think Supernatural was the first yeah. thing that got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And then you went right into Super uh, Small. Yeah, you went right into it. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I think you because you knew Dean was in it at some point, and you're like, I'm just gonna watch it. And then actually, He's such a small part too. Yeah. But he was he was actually in the in the intro credits, intro credits for a season inexplicably yeah yeah uh, so yeah eight point seven seven uh, I really enjoy the show um, I feel like it it all comes together in the end like they don't leave a lot of plot holes uh, in the show oh, so it's not weird. lost no they don't have and a lot of mystery boy, boxes that no. don't get how does it get superheroy like at the end like like, like real superhero when DC signed on to the show. You, they started pulling in like Green Arrow. 
The Imp- Justice Impulse. Society episodes were some of my favorite yeah, shit. Yeah, a lot of the actual and characters. Hawkman and shit. That whole murder mystery. Dr. Fate. With all, yeah, the whole murder mystery with Dr. Fate and Hawkman and, and, the, and the Justice Mary. Society. I thought all that was tits. Yeah. That was, I like when all that started happening. So and even much, some of the cornier stuff, like, like Aquaman yeah. was so like, bro. Like, I yeah. just thought that was so good. But pretty much, I mean, Evan, Evan. Oh, Evan man. started enjoying it right away, and I knew that because he just kept watching. And every time I came over here, he had like a a pause screen on his monitor, like ready to continue once I left. <laughs> like it was right there waiting. So I knew he was into it, and I knew he would uh, be. It was it's Superman, and I know how much you love Superman. You know what? I'm probably gonna give a shot at some point. Arrow. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, my rating eight point seven seven out of ten. And Evan. There you are. I have it at an eight point six one. And listen, let me see here. What's it at? Seventeenth throw. Yep. And what's below it? Ooh, the original Star Trek. Oh, oh, oh. Might have been an afterglow rating, but it's still good. I mean, like I was. There is a little afterglow. Swellhill's gonna drop a little guy. Listen, I I watched it. I marathoned it. I ate the show to pieces. It. It it tweaks the same thing in my brain. I love monster. Listen, I love monster of the week. Yeah, shows. I do. T- I do too. I so that's why I probably would enjoy it if I gave it. A sh- I I'd, fucking yeah. just love the 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 patter of a big ensemble cast and the then the the like you can just you know the the flow of the episodes and you know when it's gonna get dark and you know when it's gonna get like more serious and less serious and there's and the the archetypes and it's just. Wonderful. It's and it's all Superman stuff. And the guy and the guy that plays Tom was it Welling? Tom Welling. He's you fucking love the guy. He's so he's one of the best depictions of of the heart of Clark Kent Superman. He's just so doughy eyed and kind and and sort of dopey and in the best way. Like he's clumsy and 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 and. Well intentioned, which is exactly what Superman should be. Yep. So he wasn't I, one of the ones in the, he, in the sex room, he, right? No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's touch on that. Um. <laughs> at, what is her there name? Allison Mack. Allison Mack, who plays Chloe Sullivan on Smallville, the little blonde. In real life, in the last number of years, was apparently caught in a strange sex tra- human trafficking sex cult ring thing. And is probably going to go to prison if she doesn't flip on. No, she's going to. Jail. She's going to prison. Uh, which made my watch for this show real strange yeah, because Chloe was was a great character, right? <laughs> I really like Chloe. Um, <laughs> but you, every you, time I like got I liked her, I would sit there and go, "Dad, but that girl's a weird, confused, evil sack of shit." So he, this he, is weird. So he knew about all this before he watched the show. Yeah, and he called her sex cult the whole time. Yeah, that was my nickname for <laughs> Chloe when I would t- be talking to Justin about <laughs> Smallville. I'd be like, and then sex cult comes in, and she's all like, Clark, oh god, and, and, and her name is sex cult to me. Yeah, uh, and uh, she didn't have a. She did she have a big part? Yes, yes. She was one of she was one top. She's the main character. Main character like Lex hell? Lionel throughout the whole show. Main Chloe character. Sullivan. C H L O E. Allison Mack. Al- played by the actress Allison Mack. 
I don't know how you can Google. There it is. Smallville. And not, I see you. Go. How many episodes uh, was she in? Most of them. Let's say. Uh, no, this isn't IMDb. Oh, this okay. is, uh, but yeah, she was in most of the show. Uh, I, I, re- I like, yeah, and like, yeah, I'm gonna drop it a little just to wait, be can, fair to before fucking we move, X-Files wait, and bef- stuff. Before but, we move on, I wanna, th- what did she do wrong with the sex cult? What were they doing? She got involved with some dude who had this quote-unquote self-help or something. This, under you know. This it's called NXIVM. NXIVM. It was some sort of like, change your life, be better. And in the end, you were just fucking her. She was luring people into this guy's weird she was luring. pyramid scheme sex dungeon bullshit. It's yeah, it sounds insane. And you start reading about the case, and you're like, oh, that's exactly what it is. It's so literally they, human trafficking. They paid money, charged with and human they trafficking. Held, they held people against their will. Yes. Wow. And fucked them. She was in 206 of the 217 episodes. Wow. So yeah, that's a big a, deal. She's a major character. Like, she. And, yeah. I would say it's Clark, Lex, and her. No. Well, it's her. Clark, well, Lana. Well, Lana, Lana no, leaves the show for a bit. And Lex did too. Oh, it, that's true. I mean, it was basically Clark and Chloe in the whole show. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm supposed to just watch this lady <laughs> that... Okay. Who gives it? Anyway, um, <laughs> it but, Honestly, no. Her, she's a really good character. She's a good character. If you can just su- suspend she's your disbelief not, for she's a She's not a bad person mm. in the show. No, no she's a, one of the uh, more virtuous... Uh, but you know, it, it's it's just a great telling of a Superman tale, and and there's some great side characters. And, and you think about the uh, the time the time it came out. It's 2001. It was our high school. It was so, like it started in our senior year. Today. There were songs like this in the show. Hip hip. <laughs> I like Weezer though. Yeah. yeah. No, but like uh, yeah, we were just saying like Pod and. Oh, this we, show was you. This song was used a lot. In the show. Oh, let it play for a minute. And like emotional, like Clark's standing in the gym. Or, he's, or look, he's looking at Lana. He's looking across the gym, a crowded prom <laughs> at Lana Lang. <laughs> and Chloe's off on the side, biting her lip, going, oh no. Because Chloe has a crush on Clark. Yeah, it, like my like, my fiance's point was that in the ver- what she saw early on in the show, uh, it was a little bit more Dawson's Creek and a little bit less, you know, like Avengers. Yeah. yeah, which is fine. There was always bad guys to fight and punch, and there was always Superman antics. Yep. As the show progresses, it gets and they embrace the colorfulness of superhero. It gets less of this. It gets less of this and more just like you know. Krypton. Uh, he eventually, stuff. yeah, Kryptonian stuff, the Fortress of Solitude. He wears a facsimile of the thing on his chest. He's fighting alongside Green Arrow and Cyborg and Hawkman and all sorts of shit. Like, Supergirl's in it. Like, it's a great superhero show. So, what the two things, the reason I haven't watched it. There's a lot of it. There's a lot of it, and there's a bias in my mind, and I'm sure a lot of our audience members have it as well, against the CW. Because I think of a teeny Dawson's Creek. Supernatural kind of broke that for you. 90210. You like Supernatural. It broke that for you a little bit. It did. And and I credit Supernatural for being a really good show overall for the quantity of the episodes and everything. This is what I'm saying, dude. And everything they did a good job. It's. Uh, Have done a good job. It's. 
it but but, does, mo- but most people say that Supernatural, that I know anyway, say Supernatural is the best show that CW has ever done. Yeah, I mean, I, most people say that. Above, yeah, maybe it's there's an the argument for Buffy. For me, I'm sure yeah. there's Buffy buffs that would disagree with that, and I haven't seen Buffy, but. Buffy Buffs. Buffy Buffs. That's the fan club name. Uh, but I, but I, the CW, I picture a bunch. And look, watch the promos for the CW. Like, if you have to watch the commercials in front of Supernatural, oh my God. There is some stinky ass garbage yeah. on that channel. And it is justified in my mind to be a little skeptical right. because there is shit that that network produces. But every network has some gems. I mean, FX has some gems. Apparently so. so. Well, FX technically has I, a lot I of just, shows. That Smallville have done well. is is wonderfully convoluted in in the in the way I like. There's just a lot going. Like Supernatural, there's a lot going on. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of exposition about like the fortress is out here and, and Lionel's trying to. And it, there's just a lot of superheroy. But it's the most superheroy thing that early on in TV that I'd ever seen. Like what about Lois and was, Clark from the nineties? There was barely any I'm, I'm super. Not, no, I'm just. It was mostly him sailing in and down, and and then a lot of lo- yeah, because it's a show called Lois and Clark, and there was not a lot of superhero action. It was about was it was it was sh- like a, it was almost like a felt like a sitcom. Was that show know. a lot like yeah. moon, Moonlighting and Dallas and like those? It was more yes, it was more and it was it was it was about the office. A lot of the sets were the office the where office. they worked, and and a uh, lot of him sailing newsroom. in, having just done some Superman stuff and changing back into his right. suit. You know, like that sort of and thing. trying to hide it from Lois. from Lois for yeah. like two or for like three uh, seasons. Dean Cain would glasses and <laughs> <laughs> and she'd just be wonderfully oblivious. And by the way, Terry Hatcher. they do bring in like until uh, later. Then she gets yeah. Dean Cain and Terry Hatcher are both in this show. Like Clark's mom, I think is a tribute to him. Oh no, Clark's mom is played by the actress who played uh, Lana Lang in the original Superman movie. Right. Okay. So Annette O'Toole. Christopher Reeves makes an appearance. Christopher in the show. Reeve in his wheelchair state plays like a scientist and has a big role in a couple of episodes. Terry Hatcher does show up. Dean Cain does show up. Like they they pull in. These Superman references, like there's it's and cameos and stuff. It's a pretty, like the the way they play with the Superman mythos and the things they fiddle around with, and the reliance on a lot of eventually a lot of Kryptonian stuff. The big set for the Sorceress of Solitude and how and the, oh, uh, what's his name? That's the voice of Zod. Uh, uh, this the guy that played. There's a British actor. Look him up. He he, he was a, another Superman movie yeah. holdover person. I think. Oh yeah. The guy that played Jor-El, I think, in the movies, right? No, it he did something else. Hold on. Voiced anyway. It's a lot of cool. Fuck. So know. who's your favorite character? I mean, I think it's John Glover, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I honestly, my favorite character okay. is definitely Li- uh, Lionel the, the Luthor. The guy that voices Jor-El in Smallville. Played General Zod in Superman Two. There you go. Um, I yeah, I think I think Lionel. Not just because I like John Glover, but Lionel Luther is just. I thought that was a cool way of adding a you know a villain without making Lex the villain right away. Right. You know they make like Lex. They they make Lex real sympathetic at certain points. Like he's friends with Clark. Yeah, they're Clark like saves best his friends, life. Yeah. They're like best friends through the first bunch of the show, and so the ev- eventual like 
and then him getting close to figuring it out and 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 the way he how pissed Lex gets it's good stuff. Like in in the whole time, Lionel just fucking with his son's head, man. Yeah. Like he's like he it's he's is it is kind of like plays uh, a wonderfully manipulative kind of like Peter Parker in uh, Harry Osborn. You you you, you really like <laughs> well, you. Lionel's just a good villain. I you would say it's to, more like uh, the Emperor and Anakin. Ah, it's good. Yeah, I like I like him. Just a in lot. his ear a lot. Good is a certain point of view. Who's, who's your dog? Up? Who do you? Who well, no, my you? favorite character is Clark. First of all, oh, oh yeah, like uh, absolutely Clark. Um, Doggett though, man, that's tough. I knew you'd like Clark. Um, hey, Doggett doesn't make an appearance. We haven't had an appearance from good old yeah man. Johnny D. Johnny well, I wasn't D. In the, I know I wasn't in this show. Man, we sir, were we, you not? I thought you might have been. Where was have it? you, man? We haven't had Johnny D on the show. Did I play in a, a cop long or something. Time. Oh, I miss. I miss. Old. He's been in the back room sleeping and popping pills. I'm living in the in the in the hallway closet of this house. He's got um, no career I'm, anymore. I'm a, I'm 86 pounds with a big old bushy beard. I'm Agent uh, Doggett. We respect man. you, sir. Uh, Robert I Patrick, whatever Robert, you are. Robert, Robert, in quotes, John Doggett Patrick. That's not what I want. <laughs> or the other way around, Johnny Robert Patrick slash T1000 Doggett. You know, I, I saw him, I saw you on the floor the other night, Mr. Doggett, and I, you I just had drool. I was in my own sick, laying in my own sick. You had eight bottles of beer, uh, and there was. Scully, you crazy cat, get in here. <laughs> Yeah, Scully, you, crazy, you, crazy kid. You, mum, you mumble about Scully in Scully your dreams. Kid. Scully, crazy. And I noticed that you have X Files that your epi- your seasons are on repeat. Oh baby, that you keep a high point of my life, man. <laughs> Most people think that it was playing the T one thousand and James Cameron's epic Terminator two was the highlight of my career, but no sir. Okay, yeah, you weren't in Smallville. I wasn't in Smallville. Sorry. I was in True Blood, though. I played Al Seed's dad. <laughs> Woo! John Doggett. That was a big one for you. That was a big, I got big to be. A, I got to wear a leather vest and grow out my goatee. You were a. You were a, a hound dog. That was one of the few roles where I didn't play a police officer. He was a or wearer, a general or something or, or a military guy. Yeah. You were. I'm like the modern day Robert Loja. You were like a trailer trashish type Al of. Seed? Dad, that was a werewolf. Come on now, boy. (laughs) That's how I did that role right there. I did a lot of that. (laughs) Clench the diaphragm and do. Anyway, I think I'm gonna go lay down. I feel I feel dizzy. Go get yourself some brew. I'm (laughs) gonna. I think I just peed myself. I think my dog it might be Pete. (laughs) My dog it might be Pete Ross. He was Clark's friend. uh, Did just vanish. Like his high school friend. Didn't even come back. Who who like found out about a secret? He was like the first one to find out, and then he just left. He just got fucked he over. Just, he just got overwhelmed by it. He couldn't hang. He's like, I'm living in your shadow, man. And he's always getting into trouble. <laughs> and Clark's having to bail him out. I just mm. when he came back that one episode, I was like, Go away, Pete. Yeah, Go fuck off. I'm not a fan of Pete. I think my you know who my dog it is hmm. Lana. Hmm. Lana starts off fine, but then becomes a dog it as time goes on. I Did, just do y'all I, think I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something out there. How neither one of y'all said that this girl that was caught in the sex ring is your dog it. No. No, because Chloe's good character. 
Because we've had that affect our yeah, but our I don't know. It's past. such is dude, it because she's honestly, is it because she's female female? No, read read no read you <laughs> read the case read about the case and, when, and you'll it's just when weird. we were doing Parks and Rec, I gave my my definition of what a dog it is, and you know it just has not has nothing to do with the actor playing the character. Yeah, my dog it is based solely on the character, always. Whereas Evan and I's bleeds Goes can everywhere. bleed into the actor. Yeah. Sometimes it's when I want to say somebody else that I like. Sometimes it's when I I just focus whoever I focus. Sometimes I say it's who I focus on. For me, it's just who bugs me. And what else did this Tom Wellington do? Tom Welling. Not Tom Wellington. So whatever, Tom Welling. He, he it's a beautiful cut of beef wrapped in uh, phyllo dough, I believe is what he did after Smallville. Right? He was in Lucifer recently. He's a, he, Not there's much. nothing else on his. Not much. He's, he's got a series coming up called The Professionals. Um, the Fog, Cheaper by Draft Day. I've never heard of any of this. Cheaper by the Dozen. Lucifer was the only one I've heard. That was the movie that they tried to like launch him into movies on. In that Steve was it Steve Martin? Yeah, yeah. And it failed miserably, yeah. didn't it? Well, it just it did okay, but it he didn't leap off of it. It was a complete pig. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, I mean, he's been in some movies over the years. It's not, I just, it's... But I'm sure he goes to Comic-Con. I'm sure he's... It's one of those Clark better than Kim. the sum of its parts shows. Like, it's it's just the whole package is very fun, and it's very, it, like, it holds your attention, and it's... And it's and it's, Holds your attention. It's it. I had a ton of fun watching Ton of fun. Okay, so ton of fun, holds your attention... Good superhero stuff, good Dawson's Creek stuff mixed together. Monster of the Week. Monster of the Week. Storyline uh, story yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yep. a good show. I really like it. But why should people watch it over everything else? Or number 16. Listen, I, guess, right? I, I love watching TV. I like, and I know we keep saying, oh, 20 episodes. Fuck yeah, yay, 20 episodes. A bunch of fucking TV to watch. Like, I'm tired of that being like this weird thing that we don't think that we think is bad but we still love all these shows that are super fucking long i i like that it's long i like that there's a lot of it i like that the story arc goes taylor when i watch it i feel satisfied with with how it with the whole thing the whole thing there's not like you know how the deep space nine fumble with the the goal line bullshit where there's just none of that with smallville like it's consistent and it's consistent all the way to the end even when it should be stumbling when like the dude that plays Lex kind of goes away for a little yeah. bit and uh, fucking Lana goes away for a little bit, but it manages to keep introducing interesting situations and it gets, and it kind of pads it the last couple of seasons with so much fun superhero bullshit that I'd never seen on TV, like the way it presented it. And some of the DC stuff, real deep cut DC shit, like the Justice Society and Hawkman and all this stuff, like it was really cool to see it all. And 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 I liked it. I liked it a lot. And all that being said, I'm probably gonna drop it down. What's your favorite thing about it, Evan? What's your favorite thing about Smallville? A really fantastic long form telling of a story I really like, which is Superman. I just I think I like I like I've been yakking about. It. I think it's it's. I think he's been, the character's been dealt a bad hand in the last few years outside of the comic book pages, and I think it it's a story that done right by the right director. And and here's the thing: 
Marvel, here's the thing. DC needs to stop. I I think they're doing it too with the Joker movie and uh, the these sort of one off Logany kind of. That's what they just need to drop the extended universe. Stop. Stop it. Just make some kick ass single shot movies. You know what I mean? Single shot, one shot. Yeah, one shot, movie. one unbroken. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> follow them around the whole. I time. don't need a post-credit scene. I don't need a teaser of another character. <laughs> I don't. Epic. That would be epic, right? If I wanted that, I'd go quit being a second-rate Marvel. Like they need, like all right, well, Marvel's doing the big extended universe. We're gonna make some real good standalone. So you don't, flicks. you don't think they can do it? I don't. I think they they've failed so far. They, they failed. And now anything is going to be a restart or of a restart, and they just need to pause for a minute. No, nothing's been quite I as bad love, as the Fantastic Four attempts. I just would love. <laughs> well, fucking X Men's limping over the line. Like I'm d- ready for that shit to be over. It does, but apparently people are going to watch this. Dark they keep Phoenix. making. Oh. They keep making them, dude. I've watched them on Amazon Prime, and they're fine. Like Apocalypse was. Bleh. I they need to stop. Yeah, they need. They just. They need to get to it into the Marvel universe. But I just like yeah. you look at those Wonder Woman movies. They stand alone. So and the, they're good. And the, the, I've watched the trailer for the Joaquin Phoenix did Joker you, movie. Did you watch? Looks fucking did neat. you watch Wonder Woman? But the, I've been discouraged because it's part of the big thing. Yeah. And I watched Justice yeah, League. Yeah, but and it's, it it's was its own drizzling. It, Wonder poops. Woman. I watched it. I didn't see Justice League. But, they just released it. the poster for Wonder Woman 1984. The next one. I didn't see Suicide Squad. I didn't see. I did. The only two movies I've seen are Man of Steel and Suicide Squad. That's all I've seen. And I've seen Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman. Those are the two I've seen. I I just don't care. I don't care. And I then feel Wonder, like and then Wonder Superman. Woman. Superman is it could be made into a, a an, not just a really good movie, an important movie, yeah. told the, the right told the right way by the right director with the right actors. Maybe Superman is the right story. Isn't a good character for movies. Maybe Dude, he should be on. He should lot, only be on TV or something. I don't know. Like a big like AMC or. HBO show. So there, with, there's, yeah. a with scene, there's a scene in Smallville, Taylor, that I, I've mentioned before. But I think when you watch it, you're going to laugh your ass off. And it's Clark after deciding not to play football because he has an unfair advantage. And he, it's nighttime. He's standing out in the middle of the field, the 50-yard line, and this song starts playing. <laughs> and, oh, boy. <laughs> it's like a really like heartfelt scene. And I watched it like this most recent time I watched it. I'm like, what the hell is happening? Jesus Christ. Yeah, I would laugh. It's not even the verse. Once it gets to the chorus, that's when it starts playing. And you're like, oh, my God. The music is like it is Dawson's Creek type shit. Dear Lord. I'll get to the chorus. And I can't stand the pain. Ladies and gentlemen, we're all in our mid to late 30s. The early 2000s. The music was amazing. Simple plan, folks. Right here. How could this happen to me? Imagine him like all the angsty kids sitting in their fucking rooms. He's just going like, fuck you, mom. He's out in the middle of the field, like holding a football in his hands. It's like, man, I've made a real, real adult choice to just. 
I've learned from my That's mistakes. So cringeworthy. No, She's listen. So there is a different no, there is that's the thing. There's a difference between cringe and cheese. <laughs> yeah. You know what's fucking delicious? <laughs> cheese. <laughs> you know what makes your soul feel good because it's both dramatic, but it also isn't taking itself too seriously? Right. Cheese. Yeah. Yeah. And it does that a lot, with, especially with music. And Voyager, like it, what I'm watching now, has some moments of cheese, and it's okay. Harry, come on, Harry. We're just going to go with the Solansky sisters to the holodeck. Now, whatever <laughs> happened to that? Tom, I don't think this is a good idea. Commander Chakotay, Commander Chakotay doesn't need to know. <laughs> yeah. Well, gentlemen, what is going on? Neelix, you don't need to just get out of here. <laughs> Harry and I have an appointment to keep. Like, it's so... Wonderful. I'm so glad you're enjoying Voyager. <laughs> I could riff on Voyager forever. I love that show. Captain, I don't know. Mr. Tuvok. <laughs> yeah, I love I have, Tuvok. I have not had... Like, you could put a... I want to find a way to put a laugh track over that show, because sometimes Janeway walks onto the bridge, just sounds her out, and she's holding her temple, and she's like, Mr. Tuvok, I haven't had my coffee handle. My name is like I'm just like it's so good, yeah. And have like a a light laugh track. She's great. That. Oh, shouldn't she just fucking? It's really. I, I know we're just, off track a second, but it's yeah. really starting to form. She kills in season it. two. They're starting to. She finds it's, the glue is sh- becoming stronger and stronger with the crew and the is, characters. Is are there finding. more continuity in Voyager than there was in, in Next Generation? It, a listen, little bit if, more, yeah. It's more, so far, it's more, more contained, right? Of course, because they're away from everything. It's yeah. just the crew and the ship and going that way right. and whatever they run into. And she, her, veering off to go look at science stuff and running into. So, you know. so far, I would say it has a little bit more, but not a, not a lot more. Yeah, yeah. a it, lot of continuing character arcs, though. Like you right, watch the, the doctor. The, progress the, char- the characters the, are, are are definitely arcing continuously. The episodes, you, yeah, you know, Episodic. here and there. Yeah. You can watch. There's a lot of like, you could, ones. Like, so, oh, man. Harry and, Harry and, like, I guess this is it. Like, a lot of situations where one <laughs> of them's dying. Die. One of them's yeah. dying, and he's going, I guess this is it, Harry. I use you and me, man. And he's like, no, too much. <laughs> you don't have to tell. We're going to do We're going to get through this. We're getting back to the ship, and the doctor's going to help you. Oh, it's just. <laughs> and the holographic doctor. Jesus. He's got Lord, a good, good Jesus episodes. Lord, I was I when I was trying to tell you to watch it, I was like, "Oh, you'll like the Doctor," because you like the the Spock character. Like I always say, there's that through line between Spock, Data, uh, Odo, and the Doctor. Right. That that is the absolute, the the the, the weird aloof weird alien that's in every single Roddenberry that show you, that usually has philosophical philosophical underpinnings, underpinnings to the, yeah. their whole persona. You know, like in the Doctor's like that for that show i look forward to justin watching uh, yeah. deep space yeah. nine as well yeah o- deep, odo is a like, really fucking deep space character. nine is the one that's right after next generation yes right? starts okay. in the last couple yeah. seasons of next generation but the the religious overtones of deep space nine the like the, the with the whole bajoran the you know the the prophets the it's maquis. just the maquis the terrorism st- stories and gr- i mean some of the best star trek characters period in cisco and kira and Odo, it's Kira's. gonna be once once we hit that next generation episode where it starts. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Yeah, you should it. jump off. And like start that's gonna be it. my next show. Really, uh, I'm gonna watch Deep Space. Nine You're gonna next. like it. So, yeah. Um, Quark. So, 
My favorite thing about small bill. Quark. Quark. What are you hiding back there? Quark. I was I was a I was a yellow pitcher behind the bar, Quark. I heard everything. <laughs> I was what a what a terrifying security officer to deal with. I, Odo, who can I turn turned into myself anything. into a glass of brandy, <laughs> Quark. Come all right, in. all right. Wow, back on track. Fly Smallville, ha! My favorite thing about Smallville is all the superhero stuff. But I I really like the format of the show. I, I do like that there's one-off episodes, but then there's the continuing storyline throughout. It's the whole what thing. we keep screaming about, Superman. It's very bright. It's bright. It's, it's Kansas. These big sweeping shots of beautiful Kansas farmland and the set that they use, and then the bright red and blue. He's always in bright colors, and 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 the hallways of the school are bright. And then they have moments like that song playing. That's interesting. An interesting Damn contrast. <laughs> I try to make a sound, but no one hears me. <laughs> so whiny. Like dashboard confessionals, yeah. fucking, like, you know, that, oh man. There's. I, I feel so, so alive for the very first time. I did see a POD song I in, the, uh, you. in here somewhere. I'm sure during some sports montage. I'm sure. Like Clark Plowin, when he was it? playing football. Just running through, guys. Like, just. Yeah. Socially acceptable metal. This isn't corn. This isn't Rage Against the Machine. This is those bands that were kind of sounded like them, but they didn't say naughty words. <laughs> we're going to get you. The we, PG-13. We, 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 I've got dreads, so I seem hard. Your parents think I'm bad, but I'm actually good. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Or our graduation song, Taylor, by uh, Eve Six. Here's to the night. Who I I know was in Smallville. I'm sure it was. <laughs> Alien Ant Farm. Sometimes I miss some this stuff. Some 41. Sometimes I miss, yeah, some 40. Blink-182. Did you know that they're still around? Oh, yeah, so it's Blink-182, and they're all like 50, and they're like, we're singing about being young. It's like, dude, you're like a it's really old dad. Weird. Your kid is the age you were when you started that band. Here you go, Evan, this one. This one was in there. Oh, Finger 11. Yeah. Wow, sure. All these bands with the numbers. Finger 11, Blink 182, Sum 41, <laughs> Eve 6. Just, uh, dog at 12. Dog at 3. Dog at 13. Chrysler 22. That's our band. There's some Green Day in there. Locked out loud, It's not so lonely now that I've sold out and made a billion dollars. I have a big old Broadway play. I don't care anymore. I'm rich, so rich. I live in four houses. Wow. Yeah, well. We're just exploring the this, music of the early 2000s. This was, this was a big song in the early seasons. 
Dear Lord, this is gonna be a lot of scenes. Or, or like, or life into pieces. Oh this shit! Is my last <laughs> they actually have this. Yes. Bubum. It was in the Bubum. show. Yes. Again, a book gotta be a sports montage. Playing basketball. Like uh, dude, white dudes playing like sports with one black guy. <laughs> like, cause that wow. Smallville's absolutely that show too, where it's just like a hallway full of white faces and one guy, Clark's friend. What's up, man? Third Eye Blind. Yeah. I actually like this song from that era. <laughs> oh, dude, the '90s <laughs> ruled. I love '90s music. I miss. I miss it. I sometimes have to just go back. Some 41. I remember them all. I'm telling you, like, this, the music is going to, is going to make you laugh. It, yeah. Every, every turn, every, yeah. like, whatever every happened, transition, him whatever, walking into the, 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 the place they always drink. The Talon. Yeah. Whatever uh, happened to punk? Whatever happened to punk? Okay. Punk and stopped being punk in literally when we were kids. We didn't experience real punk. I mean, we didn't listen to the Ramones and Sex Pistols. Well, some we, got, for, we got some forty one. Forty one was talking about trying to punk. continue trying. and making top it 40 popular. Punk. Top yeah. forty punk. Because I mean, if you watch, if you remember those music videos, like of some forty one, it was we're showing kids and we're mad and people, we're dancing around a yeah, bedroom like and we're stomping on a bed, spiked hair, skateboards. This they tried to make it like a movement. These kids nowadays, no damn these kids. Okay, yeah. Uh, so yeah, but it, the nostalgia for the early 2000s for high school, college, is and you definitely never, you there. never played. I I feel <laughs> so alive. I figured that was our cue to get into music, but <laughs> I don't think I that think our audience is begging to hear more POD. Oh, there it is, guys. Is there a way we can just fast forward to the crappy part and get to the chorus? <laughs> And but like Justin mentioned before we started recording, Kod is a Christian band, and is one, they're one of those Christian bands that are so vaguely Christian, like Creed. Like you listen to the lyrics of that song, kind of like Creed. That, uh, I feel so alive for the very. Fa- it's all like reborn, reborn Christian, Christian yeah. lyrics, but they make it just aloof enough to where it's like they could be singing about their girlfriend or the music you know what I mean or the do, do they use any creed on uh, I'm sure they do oh creed like <laughs> you know what I, I'll go is to say the original for at least for you and me one of our original doggets was creed <laughs> you and me and our buddies in high school the ironic way we would focus on Creed, like, yeah, they suck, guys, right? Fuck Creed, right? We Creed stupid, and then we're just sitting there like, <laughs> like in the car, fucking Charlie's <laughs> attic room, like we're all yeah. just playing, Alan playing guitar. Honestly, I'll say this. Creed, <laughs> we were Evan, the whitest 
Creed. And we had a Mexican in the room, and we were the whitest four dudes in the world. That singer's such a douche. Creed. Creed was Nickelback before Nickelback was. Oh, don't, don't. Now hold on a minute. I take exception to that. I don't like Creed, and Creed's a better band than Nickelback. <laughs> the the cheesy ass triumphant this was on the radio all the time, all everybody. The time. When, we were, five. when we were growing up. So oh. let's go there. So let's go there. It's like a scientifically constructed from the the like tone he's using. It's, it's like let's just do an album full of triumphant fist. Raising <laughs> I bet you the whole album Was based off that one guitar like <laughs> It's literally like If Tenacious D were, a re- were like Took themselves super seriously And were all like long haired bros Ah uh, this is old Creed And then the more sacrilegious version Of, 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 uh, of Creed Godsmack Anytime in a show like, you know what show had some Godsmack in it? Supernatural. Supernatural, yeah. Here comes the triumphant part. No, not yet. Oh, no, not yet. No, this he hasn't changed This isn't the acoustic version. The only emotion they're, they're like deaf to, they're not deaf tones. Who's the one that they got real soft after that one hit? Stain. Stain. He's a country singer now. Aaron Lewis, yeah. My skin that, that dude was just like, whatever. Whatever you want me to sing for you to give me money. I'll Here just there say whatever. Is no it's like hootie. Penance. My skin begins to burn. And I said, oh. So I held my head up what high. A, what about good stuff? Is anybody else kind of... Oh boy! Hold on. What about Dave Matthews Band? What about them? I love Dave Matthews Band. I ne- I never got us into them. Play Ants Marching right now. Right now. Why I came. This is so. Hold on. Before I play this song, this is white dude music. Before I play this song, like it just makes me think of The Office now, because when when Andy's at the skating rink, he's like, "I'll play whatever you want." The DJ's like, "I'll play whatever you want." It's just you out there. He's like, all right, play some Dave Matthews, but deep tracks only. And he starts playing this like, and he gets he's mad. It's like, like I said, deep tracks, and then he starts like, <laughs> he's like, all right, fine. He starts, yeah, and then he likes it. This is a, I, I like this. I like Dave Matthews. Well, this is definitely a catchy song. I'm telling you, there's some good. Sh- this is 2000s, right? Or was this 90s? This was that saxophone guy, the the soprano sax like dude in his late, band, late 90s, yeah. <laughs> I can remember a tune. I don't know. I, yeah, I have lots of good stuff. Oh, there we go. See, I'm making everybody. You, you're all going to go listen to Dave Matthews now. This song just reminds me of Joe Dirt. You got some power, you got your team, you got your team, you got 
I don't know. I can't I like remember Evans the better. <laughs> anyway, so the music in Smallville is fucking great. It's a good trip. It's a good, yeah. good trip down memory lane. It's a great quality. And if you're not show. that old, it's a good just to listen to a it. You peek can get back. A, you can get a peek of kind of what it was like. Yeah. Music-wise so during that go, time. going back, you you talked about Stained. This was like their first big hit. Much up, like, much up. I listened to I le- listened to early Stained. This was early. I listened to the album before this that you can't even listen to. Oh, really? Anymore. Yeah. It was a lot harder. Yeah. Oh, he was like a Grumble Guts band. Like, yeah. And then I listen, all of a sudden I they had, had that their... one song, and now he's a country singer. Yeah, I don't know about him. I thought he's got a good voice. I like a lot of his older Yeah, this song came out, songs. and then the next song, the next single they released was this one. And then everyone fucking I'm loved really it. those lighters. They loved it. And they no, were like, this is, that's, uh, no, that's no, when he did it live not with this Fred Durst. Not I this know. one. But this is, it's been a while. This I was think. their second hit and it was, it did so well. They're like, oh, we're just, just going to change the whole style of our band. We're just going to do all soft songs. We're just going to change who we are. The story that I read back then was Fred Durst had them opening for him at a concert and they were, he was like, damn, y'all have a lot of potential. He told them. But y'all gotta tone it down <laughs> because he—they were extremely like a grunge well, hard. That's because yeah. that's exactly what he did. Limp Bizkit used to just be the weirdest, most off-color, strange fucking band, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Keep it hot, band, right. and do when we do some stuff, just and a thing think, to do. Think about it. Think about it. Hey." They like they went from something that you hid under your bed to something your mom would be like, "Hey, did you hear that latest Limp Bizkit song?" Yeah, this was on the radio back then. A lot. But even then, they did, they did a cover of this song by The Who. Oof. Oh, uh, Blue? Behind Blue Eyes? Behind Blue Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fit in the lighter. But yeah, sorry. What about Think About It? And yeah. listen. I had bad taste in music in high school, okay? I will say that. I listened to Corn and Limp Bizkit and Kid Rock. I was ridiculous. I had Eminem albums. I listened to Corn, but I don't think that highly. I thought Stain was a way better band than Corn. I like Deftones. I like Tool and all the main. And I love. We, we listened. I to loved Tool. Perfect Circle and and Perfect you know. Circle. <laughs> and Jesus. Incubus. Incubus for sure. I yeah. I I I don't mind Incubus. No. For that style of music, they they're were st- they're still playing. They're like, they're good for that style. It, I I you know as we got deeper into what we were doing in high school, Incubus and Tool and Deftones and uh, <laughs> Stone Temple Pilots, which I still like to this day. And like cool rap, we'd listen to Dr. Dre and Tool is still not on because uh, they got their Maynard's they got idiot. their their stupid cultist fan base that they'll never have to put any albums on Spotify or anything because they'll just buy Perfect Circle. Circle's everywhere. You can get Perfect Circle on Spotify know, and the but Tool. I don't know. Honestly, Tool has... They're coming is, out with a new album. And Tool, it, Tool's a little overrated. I think Lateralis is actually their best album that I've heard. I like some of the old stuff. Older. I listened to the cool. first album. I know this. what is it, six songs on there? and I listened to all their... Yeah earlier stuff but I actually as an adult like listening to music Lateralis doesn't have any vulgar it's not vulgar right. at all it's just pure them being musicians I like that first I like. that first Judith. perfect circle album yeah 
That first Perfect Circle album is so good and awesome. It's like tracks three through seven. You can just let it play. Track I know, but real tra- good. tracks three through seven are my Oh yeah, they just they're all, they're, all in a row. Just that's I like the Tool, cool. but I think Perfect Circle. I, I hope they put he puts out more music. All we listen in my group of friends in high school, like later in high school and after. This was all we listened to. Was just this like. This is relevant conversation to this episode. It's kids in high school. We were in high school at the same time as Clark and Chloe and Lana. So it's a coming of age thing, and it's reminding y'all of (laughs) of y'all's high school, the music, everything. System of a down. Wake up! What you put on the makeup? (laughs) (laughs) Like I went to a corn, Papa Roach, and Power Man Five Thousand. Oh wow! And it was amazing. I don't think you trust. I saw Tool. I saw Tool in like Houston. Did they have their Did they have their back to you the whole time, or they, there was one like twenty minute period where they all just gathered around the drums, pointed the lights out towards the crowd, and just like jammed and played just anything. It was crazy. Power Man Five Thousand. Yeah, man. Rob Zombie's little brother. Yep. Now, I, the underrated band Monster Magnet. I like Monster Magnet a lot. Unmaster Magnet has some deeper cut jams, like some good. And that song's great. I it is great. It. Yeah. Nine, in, nine inch nails was another one from that era that was on. Stuck in your pocket for the last hundred days. When I don't get my bath, I take it out on the slaves. So grease up your baby for a ball on the hill. Polish them rockets now and swallow those pills. I say, oh, that's a cool ass song. They have some other good stuff. Space Lord Motherfucker. That's a good ass song. How about this band from San Antonio, Texas? Who's that? They did a song for Monday Night Raw. Oh God! Um, uh, give me a second. Oh, it's. I know what it is. I know them. I don't remember. What is the name? Union Underground. Union Underground. Art. They did this song called South Texas Death Ride. They did the across the nation, right? The, the, yeah, the raw theme. Yeah, the old raw theme. Goodness. Are we? There we go. So my generation, I'll take the phone. Uh, what about? I mean, what about Marilyn Manson? Marilyn Manson? I was never a fan. Never was a fan myself at all. He had a couple of pretty. Pretty good jams. He had a good band. Dope has a good song. It's always a little creepy. I like that. But now that I look back, I'm like, oh, I don't know. He had some good songs. But yeah, Nine Inch Nails is good too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, uh, we're just becoming Spotify now. No, yeah, no, no, I want Taylor to like go through the uh, RT and stuff. RT, I was world. gonna go over the RT. We're gonna get back to the basics, yeah, <laughs> folks. And then off the song, tangents. Taylor's take on Smallville. Even though he's never watched it, uh, I never watched it, and I never will. Whatever, no, you're, you're gonna watch it. I'm gonna make you watch it. Uh, smart, uh, smart, smartville, smartville, uh, Smallville season one. 
had a critical consensus, 86% RT. Uh, The consensus was Smallville's modern retelling of the Superman saga benefits from a focus on teen angst and small-town drama instead of comic book camp. Season season 200%, season 3, 86%. No critical consensus on any of these, by the way. Season 400, season 5, nothing. Season 600, season 7, nothing. Season 880, season 9, 100. And then we get a critical consensus for season 10 of a 22%. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I got you. I'm like, what? (laughs) That worked. Okay, so actually 88%, surprisingly strong. Pretty good, uh, yeah. The consensus read, it's the end of Smallville and the beginning of Superman, and those who stuck with the series through all 10 seasons should come away satisfied. They That's exactly like, what I said. They, The way that show ends is this, and it spoils nothing. It's a scene, it's, it's one of those several years later things. It's there in the Daily Planet. He, you know, Lois is a huge fucking deal. He's bumbling Clark Kent. Now, me saying that, say you start watching the show all the way up to the near the end of the season, you're like, he's not really that bumbling. What's going on? Like, he, yeah. he ends up realizing, you know, he has to play play a part. Because, you know, it ends up with Lois looking. It's the classic Superman tale. Lois looking at him going, Superman is you. You're Superman, Clark. Clark is a, you know, it's, and so it ends with Bumbley point, push, pushing his glasses up, everyone paying attention to Lois, some shit goes down, and it's him, the last five seconds of the show is him walking out onto the roof of the Daily Planet with the globe in the background, pulling open his fucking shirt, Superman-S, end of show. It's the best, one of the best, the reason this show is not going to dip that far and stay in the upper six, eights, upper to mid eights, is the fact I've never seen a show like now it swerves a little bit to the point where at the end I'm going, Oh, this is going to end sad. This is going to end bad. <laughs> and then they just go. Whoosh, and yeah. the, the end, you're just like, it is just that it is the epitome of the John Williams theme. And it makes sense. That's Through the whole thing. They take you on a fucking crazy thing, but manage to re- just, and, and you know who did the same thing? Justin. What? Gotham. Yeah. I need to watch that. I need to finish it. It was, in fact, I, due, due to the thematic nature of it, I'm going to raise Gotham here, too. Before I edit Smallville... You have more to read, Taylor? Uh, here's a 0 out of 10 <laughs> random on Metacritic. <laughs> Superman can't fly. What a pity. If I remember my comic books, he started flying even as a baby and even as dog oh, crypto yeah, flew. As a, as, a, as a canon in the comic books. This show <laughs> is a disappointment to the entire franchise! Oh, exclamation point. Jesus criminy. Honestly, uh, 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 they, they really play up the fact that he can't fly, too, and that makes it makes you want it more. Yeah, it's and, a wonderful thing. They and then when it happens, it. it's like it's so satisfying. They don't make it. The, the, the one, you know, they realized it was one of the harder effects to do right, and so they made it this was a, a thing. Uh, uh, this is I'm going off on tangents here with random user reviews, but this was a 6 out of 10. There's a lot of 10 out of 10s, by the way. Yeah. It's actually 80 
on Metacritic from so users. That's fans, pretty good. Fans pretty good, love yeah. Smallville. I mean, so the epitome of bipolar TV shows. When it is good, it is fantastic. But when it is bad, it's indescribably bad. And fortunately, there are so many filter filler episodes and bad actors that it drags the show nah, down considerably. Now, nah. so I think this guy was probably being a little harsh. See, there's a line for me. Like you can look at the tops of these. There's some shows like this. He, he like Firefly, like um, Supernatural, like uh, Doctor Who, or Battlestar Galactica, where there's you, maybe the acting performances all aren't great, or maybe the sets all aren't great, but there's something about the show that kicks it up, where I would maybe ping a more high-budget, big-ass show like Ms. Maisel or Game of Thrones or Mavit for, for this or that, I forgive Smallville of some stuff because it's it's the whole package is so <laughs> clever and silly and fun that you, you know, you're not going like, hey, that effect on Aquaman is a little <laughs> bit of... Yeah, it's a CW, dude. Shut up. It's a cool <laughs> fucking superhero show. There's a bunch of it. If you want a bunch of superhero stuff, here it is. IMDb, 7.5 out of 10. It's got... So not even close to the top 250. Right, right. Uh, won three Emmys, 31... I know we don't care about awards. 31 wins and 155 award nominations. Primetime any outstanding sound editing for series... Uh, primetime any sound editing for series. Uh, outstanding editing again. Nominee outstanding sound editing. <laughs> outstanding sound editing. It just keeps going. They were nominated for it like every year. I guess they have really good really sound, good sound editing. editing. The ASCAP Award winner for 2002 Top TV Series, ladies nice. and gentlemen. What was what award was that? <laughs> oh, top TV. Top the TV. ASCAP. No. ASCAP. ASCAP. They got an ASCAP. <laughs> the Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror gave it a Saturn Award winner for 2002. So they won a car, a Saturn? A Best Supporting Actor won. Who was it? Was it the girl? Michael Rosenbaum. Michael it Rosenbaum. was. It was Michael Rosenbaum. Lex, Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. Lots of Saturn Awards, guys. Clark? Okay, Lex? You know, so Michael Rosenbaum did a great job Clark? as Lex. Clark, let me ask you a question, Clark. How'd you, how'd you survive getting hit by my car, Clark? <laughs> hey, Clark? I like the way that sounds. That's Clark? Probably... Clark? You saved my life, but I'm watching you. <laughs> it's that for a long, for many yeah. years, but it's great. Yep. I'm like, Clark? He obsesses. Hey, bud. He's, he's Lex. Hey, buddy. Hey, Clark. Hey. <laughs> you know, hey. He's playing I'm pool. here for you. Playing pool in the Luther Mansion. Hey, come on in, man. Come on in, bud. Fencing. Clark? He's fencing with his dad. Well, Lex. Well, well. I, uh, just a little slow, Lex. Have you watched The Office since you've watched Smallville? No. Dwight quotes Smallville in The Office when he says, uh, he's like, you have no, Dad, you have no idea what I'm capable of. <laughs> you have no idea what I'm capable and, and of. Lex- My, and Michael's like, that's from Superman? And Dwight's like, Smallville. <laughs> <laughs> Smallville. 
Dwight doesn't have that bad of a taste in, in TV shows. Battlestar, Battlestar Galactica. 24. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, 24. Let's be, let's be he, utterly... Me and Dwight could watch TV That's together. what I'm saying. Let's be honest. If we worked at the office, we'd be friends with Dwight. Right. It's Dw- true. Dwight did watch The Apprentice, though. Yeah, but everything else was more consistent with right. our type of show. Right. They made him very nerdy. He dressed up as Kerrigan, the Zerg queen, yeah. for Halloween. He, on Starcraft. Yeah. In Starcraft, Battlestar Galactica. played a lot of Starcraft. Me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. You know. I, I would have a lot to talk we'd, about. We'd, 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 we'd fall in with fucking Dwight like crazy. <laughs> we'd be super big friends with Dwight. We'd go out to the fucking beet farm and tell Moe's to go away. Yeah. Smallville was generally positively received when it began. Former Superman star Christopher Reeve expressed approval for the series, making two guest appearances before his death. The pilot episode set a ratings record for the WBW with 8.4 million viewers. Over 10 seasons in the series averaged about 4.34 million per episode with season two the highest rated at 6.3 million. By the end of its run, Smallville passed Stargate SG-1 as the longest-running North American science fiction series by episode count. Wow. Since its first season, the series received accolades ranging from Emmys to Teen Choice Awards. Smallville spawned a series of young adult novels, a DC Comics bi-monthly comic book, star, uh, soundtrack recordings, and series-related merchandise. All 10 seasons are available. To, okay. So yeah. I believe there was a season 11 Smallville comic. I'm not I, Where I, he's Superman or what? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. I I recommend that, and I know. It's How did I not see? I mean, it says the during season one, he, the super Smallville was on the cover of Entertainment Weekly. How yeah, did I one just of the biggest things? How did I in just the world miss we it? In high school. I mean, how did I just miss it? Just in college, it, it was one of the biggest shows in the world when you I were never a even, freshman in college. I wasn't aware at all of it in college, yeah. and I had cable in my dorm room, so I don't. I remember watching a few episodes on TV, and I'm like, the show looks interesting. And that's when I sought it out. I mean, I was just like, I want to watch this show. I knew it was a long show, and I was like, I'm just going to find it and watch it. And I caught up to it, like, maybe season six or seven. Sex coat. And then I watched the rest of it on TV. Like, I was into it, for sure. Christopher Reeve had this quote about the show. I was a little bit skeptical when I heard about Smallville at first, but I must say the writing, the acting, and the special effects are quite remarkable. In 1977, a big stunt scene would have taken us a week to film. It's pretty impressive what they are able to do with computers and effects today on, on a weekly TV show. It gives a lot, of, a lot more production value and inventiveness than I thought I was going to see when I first heard about the series. I think the show is doing a really good job following the mythology, and Tom is doing a good job following the <coughs> tradition. Yeah. He's a great Superman. Mm-hmm. Like he's a great Clark. It's the reason. Well, Clark. Well, that's what they play on through the whole show. He's becoming Superman, right? Right. And then by the end, he invents Clark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's he. It's that's a good and it's a great arc they take him on, and he's very. He taps into the right thing to be Superman. That kind of thoughtfulness and wholesomeness and kindness. You know, vulnerability, emotional vulnerability. Like, that's uh, always Superman at his best when he's being thoughtful, you know? Right. Like, that's a lot of the, my favorite Superman stories are that. And, like, one of my favorite, other favorite Superman stories is it's like when they tell, like, those Elseworlds world stories, like Red Sun, where he's, like, raised by somebody else, you know, like. 
Oh yeah, that's my favorite Superman story. I think is Red Sun, where he's he instead of crash landing in Kansas, he crash lands in communist Russia. Yeah, and he's raised as like the communist Superman. It's so good. Uh, or would he? Uh, uh, you know the the different types of kryptonite affect him. Yeah, like, like he gets different. to play some a different character. It's really. Oh, another graphic novel uh, called The Nail is this Elseworld story about how uh, Martha and 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 Pa Kent, Mom and Pa Kent driving down the road where they would eventually happen upon the spaceship get a nail in their tire and and don't find it <laughs> yeah. and the baby dies and Superman goes away like the scientists take him and he disappears huh. and like it's this story about the Justice League in a world without Superman and they just all fail and fight. it's it's great <laughs> there's so many good i love i like that's what i wish there was more like I, i'm really excited about on disney plus marvel's gonna do you know one of my favorite marvel comics was what if comics mm-hmm. it was a whole series where they go what if like what if the, this happened instead of this and it was always this little elseworld tale right and dc has a version of that called elseworlds where they'll do one shots of whatever some crazy story you know batman's a fucking well they, <laughs> they did the you know. mirror box universe where Clark was found by the Luthers. Yeah, see that kind of thing. It's an Elseworld deal. Like yeah. I, I, I would love to see more movies. How, how the hell has this been running as long as it has? I don't get it. I just don't get it. I see this show on TV for ten years now, <laughs> and I've watched only one episode. Why? Because this show looks nothing like Superman, yet dares to carry the name. It's nothing about a. It's oh, nothing but a freaking. He's making a review based on one episode. It's nothing but a freaking Dawson's Creek wannabe. It's not the true character. It takes tons of liberties with the mythology. Superman was no, never doesn't. an emo boy who had He's wild sex emo. with the girls. He never had no. I mean, they actually all have what Clark, happens. They actually have Clark Kent sleeping around with chicks. Superman That's was never not, would never no, take he advantage. He absolutely does not do that of girls like this and take drugs and do all the crazy crap they have him do in the what? show. He watched one episode and he's writing this. None of that happens. And he, does, he has sex he doesn't with capitalize the first letter of he, every sentence. He either. has sex with no one. Takes no drugs. One out he's of ten. Wholesome. Wow. He's he is Superman. Like IMDb. he's uh, oh god. The internet just so many opinions that don't matter. <laughs> says the guy on his takes own serious liberties with established storylines. This is another guy. Runs Our like a soap opera. Matter. No one's opinion matters. <laughs> what the bleep is this? They already had a Superboy TV series, which was born and was both modern and halfway decent in the 90s. Superboy. The dialogue is a, is akin to 90210 style teenage sex fantasy series. <laughs> Why are they all obsessed with there's no sex in that show? <laughs> like four people have sex the whole yeah, 10 years. There's not a lot of it. There's literally like n- next to no sexual content in that show beyond like dating and kissing. What are they talking about? Even without the superpowers, this is the most unrealistic show. People, and especially kids, do not act or talk like this. Angry incels, dude. They've existed forever. <laughs> I, I just have. I just think it's interesting to get the bottom of the barrel's opinion. <laughs> these incel, these these basement dwelling incel, fucking baby boys, baby men, who just they can't stand that. The rope, like, I think that's part of why a lot of those dudes that like Superman gets a lot of crap because he had he's this one character that's had this long term relationship, a normal 
I mean, relatively normal for an alien and with supervillains. I'm would, saying like that would be funny if if it was true that they made him into this sex crazed. <laughs> Uh, what's well, up, you guys? It's hey, me, Clark. Like a Clark drug dealer. Camp, baby. When, what's up? <laughs> when he's on Red Kryptonite, yeah. Oh, for now, sure. That's yeah. different. There is a you know Red Kryptonite makes him evil, like mean, manipulative. Manipulative. It taps into the worst of his personality when he's exposed to Red Kryptonite. So there's like that they do, they, but that's part of the story, and that's in the that's in the comic books. Well, hey. That guy knows more than you. He didn't. Even, he watched one episode, <laughs> so he knows. It's not even the character, or it's like the heart of what Superman is, and you don't know shit about Superman. All right, Evan, where are you going to put your rating? Back up a little bit. Move your microphone. Oh, Lordy B. <laughs> I need to drop it down a little bit. Um, I need to stand up against this screen. Um... Oh God! What has he got around it? Right now, he has Parks and Rec, Firefly, Drop, Breaking Bad, to an eight point four. Oh shit! BB going 8. down. Eight point four three. Holy shit! Resort it. I need to get that out of that whole cluster. Vince Vince Gilligan, you are done. Uh, <laughs> drop Vikings down to an eight point five. Resort it. Holy well, shit. Well, don't make me resort it after everyone. Have I have to see it dun, dun, through dun, dun, the dun, eyes, dun, the new eyes. Dun, okay. Dun. Uh, <laughs> what's next? Put it at an 8.53. She's breaking bad. So it's right under the office. Breaking then. bad's in the toilet. I still have a nine on breaking bad. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm just trying to make it make sense to me. <laughs> and you know what? F- same scores, but flop Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Vikings. All right. And now... Yeah, that's good. Hold on. Well, nope. Now flip-flop. No, leave it. Leave it how it is. Leave it how it is. You can do mm-hmm. the rest of it. Off, I'll do the rest off of it. Mike. Yeah. I got it. All right. For me. Um, it's a 8.77 is what Justin has it out um, now. Always Sunny, Philadelphia, Twin Peaks, Friends, Office, Breaking Bad, Doctor Who are above it. Dang it, dude. Supernatural's right below it at 8.76. Uh, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan starring. Jack Ryan. Starring. Starring uh, Jim. Jim. Jim Halpert. From the office. Does he is, ever? Does he ever? When he's holding his gun at a, on a bad guy, does he ever turn to the camera and go? Hmm. Uh, that'd no. be awesome. Uh, no. Vikings, hmm. Sopranos, Atypical, The Walking Dead, which might get lowered eventually S- for me. Again. Smallville's going up. I'm raising Smallville from an eight point seven seven to an eight point eight one above. It's always sunny. Damn. Yeah, controversial. It's that good, and it's happier. And it's now positive. it's my turn. You can go I ahead and put it. I still have it at an eight eight point <laughs> five three. That's very high. I know. I just couldn't keep it up above the original Star Trek and a few other things there. X Files. Yeah. Like there's just 
You're very forgiving to the original Star Trek. For good reason, though. I understand. I just, I fucking love it. There was some, not, very few things made me feel as happy and joyful and fulfilled and, and just wonderful as they, as watching William Shatner and Forrest Kelly and Leonard Nimoy do around on and be buds. So let's talk about what we are up to right now. What are you watching, Taylor? Uh, I am currently watching... Voyager and a little Brooklyn Nine Nine. I'm like on a season four. I'm not rushing anything with I'm it. I'm thinking about watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, anyway, I'm watching that on the side, but I'm mainly focused on Voyager. I've already blown through in the last two weeks, uh, mm, season Mr. and a half. Mr. Tricote. Uh, so I'm on season two. I love the character. I like the characters. Uh, love certain characters. I. Harry. I like that it's self-contained. We've Harry. talked about that a little bit. I like that it feels more like the original series, but it's updated with better graphics. I like the scenarios. I love it's the Star ship. Trek. I love the ship. It is Star Trek. I thought it wouldn't be because maybe they're in a different quadrant, but it, it's Star Trek. It's the essence of it uh, for sure. And I like all the new aliens. I like the new... I don't know what to expect. Do they have the I'm, same cadence when they talk? That we, they do. Oh, a very specific way of talking. Yeah, yeah they, they definitely retain the Harry, Star Trek. Harry, quit whinging. We're going to go meet the Solansky sisters but they in have, the holiday. They have some episodes that are really well done. Um, there's one episode that has the doctor where, you know, he's the hologram doctor, right? In the show, he's a he is a hologram. He's the emergency they medical it, hologram they it's have actually to keep using because their doctor dies in the first episode. Barclay. Makes the actor that plays Lieutenant Barclay from uh, uh, yeah he has, Next a, he has some, a number of episodes. he's in this episode and As a this is like this is early in and it doesn't really spoil anything but they make it seem like they play on the doctor the the holograms thing by saying you're a real person and that Voyager is the hologram vo- everything around you is a computer holodeck program and he's nearly convinced at one point and it's really. You know, you get those Most philosophical of the Doctor's yeah. episodes are great. Like I would say pretty much every episode that's quote unquote starring the Doctor. Oh, they're great. They're and they're the They'll best drop ones. hints of like, you know, early in there's the crew's very suspicious of him. And or they don't treat him like a person. They they, they would just every, treat him as this. It's the the, the emergency right. medical hologram is the thing on every ship that every ship has. Like Doctor Crusher could go activate emergency medical hologram. What is it there? They're only supposed to operate for like a few minutes at a time and go away. So when they have they have to start you like the episodes where it's usually via Cass and Janeway where uh, there was one episode where the doctor makes his point to Janeway like I'm a I'm your doctor I'm your, I'm a person like I'm. It was in se- you, you, season. None of you treat me like a person. Like and yeah. and the way uh the actress that plays Janeway is just like Oh shit. Yeah, we've she been realizes treating him like garbage. And he he's you know, and hit the whole he's just it's a such a clever just the same way Spock and like I said, Spock, Data, Odo are these clever characters, a clever little lens to look at humanity that makes and question you, what what is a person and that what makes is, you look at it makes you question your ethics to an extent to say that your ethics extend to any person, whether they're a human being or not. We only have our imagination because there aren't any other people really right. besides human beings on the planet. But it makes you realize if this was a real thing, this hologram, you would want to give it rights, kind of like data. You would want to give well, in it... In the, like the canon they invent post 
Yeah, like I for the the online game, the MMO, they wrote a lot of like expanded university stuff just for that. And they talk all about this holographic rights movement led by him. And as the future goes on, like that holograms holograms and artificial intelligence start to get, you know, between him and data and it's like yeah, rights for s- for artificial intelligence. It's it's I it's so Star Trek and so great. Like, you know, like Spock makes you f- makes like what is a human without emotion and you got data where it's like what is a human without a does it have a machine can a machine be a human can a machine have a soul and odo it's like he doesn't have form like he chose to look like what is that can he be a person and in the doctor's the same thing he's not even there before we move off of me i should also mention my brother and i watched halloween h2o oof and then the sequel one with buster rhymes or something in oh it it's here come jason Voorhees, flipping the flower well this now, is ha- uh, oh sorry no uh, michael uh, myers, michael myers. <laughs> whatever uh, same thing then i we intend to watch uh the latest season of attack on titan the second half soon hey yeah, it's been oh, long enough huh? and i know everyone in our in our listening audience cares uh taylor reached gold four in League of Legends. <laughs> Congratulations. After all these years of playing this game, he finally reached gold four. It's a big accomplishment. Do you hate, uh, your, do you with, hate yourself uh, now? With, with Lux, by the way. I'm a Lux mid. Do you feel empty? Deep? Right, like right here. No, what I spot? what I do now is when I play league, I don't even play ranked anymore. I just play normal matches so that I can show my big gold banner off to everybody. <laughs> Then I just play jungle and I suck Warwick or something. And I've just been messing around. It's like a gold player that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't care because it's not ranked. So I haven't, I haven't really been watching much. I, I plan on watching Handmaid's Tale with my fiance at a certain point. Um, you did restart Zelda, though. I started restarted Zelda Breath of the Wild. And boy, howdy, is that game better on a second pass that is a brilliant time sucking which game. one is is that the latest one That's on the, the switch, switch one, yeah. yeah it's the zelda game for the switch. i have that one it's so Taylor, it's so good. Uh, yeah i've played like a na- couple hours of it i couldn't get it's, into it right I, away i i, th- I, I think like, that's how he was too i spent a trim you know i i went back to it and i'm like and i kind of started over yeah and really kind of wrapped my brain around the mechanics like i spend like when sometimes when I'm just wanting to pass a little time, I jump on and I just head off into the wilderness and collect food, and just I don't even pay attention to the quests. I'm just riding my horse around the countryside, discovering <laughs> new towers and unlocking more of the map and collecting food and cooking food, and then eventually I'll run across something and do something. Like it's just I need to give it another try. It's there's it's it's so, really hard for me because the switch's frames per second is like in the twenties. Yeah, the scale yeah, of of ha- the it. scale they build on of how powerful you feel, how how not powerful you feel in the beginning, and and every little step, whether it's gaining a power or better swords or level or getting more hearts or stamina, you feel slowly more capable i've never had a more palpable feeling of feeling more capable as my little character than in that game like i'm so excited to eventually just be like master sword ass swinging you know badass right now i'm just like i've got a stick quack 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 I mean, like it's fun no, it's a the fun thing game. i love most about uh zelda is the music well, it's beautiful it's, it's beautiful from top to bottom soothing 
I mean, I, I loved the original and the sequel uh, all the way back. To Once I, I kind of got my brain into the like N64 Zelda that I enjoyed. It's a lot like that. Just a lot deeper. Here we go. It's a gorgeous game. But I'm also doing my usual triumvirate of Civ 6, XCOM 2, and Crusader Kings 2, just all in a weird obsessive loop. Yeah, I never actually said... my holding said, pattern games. I never actually said what I'm playing. I'm playing uh, Torment Tides of Numenera. Nerd. Which is a role isometric CRPG that... Uh, <laughs> Does it have wizards? Lots of uh, wizards reading. and CRPG demons. Is a Chinese RPG? No, computer it, 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 card game RPG. Oh. It's like a CRPG usually means like Baldur's Gate. It adapted the AD and D rule set, so these games generally are based on some sort of rule set. Okay. So, and rolls. they usually they usually invisible dice rolls. They usually behind invo- the scenes. Yeah, lots of invisible dice rolls. Lots of oh, you uh, failed a critical hit. Lots of dialogue. Lots of class options, skill options. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why I'm just into these games all of a sudden, but I've been can't stop. <laughs> you keep going through <laughs> them all. Yeah. So yeah, and then I played StarCraft Two, League of Legends on the side, as well as uh, Stellaris. I downloaded the uh, the full conversion for the Stellaris for the Star Trek. After we get done, I just want to show you the character, the, the 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 race select is. I just kept scrolling and laughing. Like it's so long. It's got all four quadrants: Alpha, Beta, wow. Gamma, de- like Voyager races, TNG races, the original series races, all spread out. Like it's mind-boggling the work that went into that. New Horizons Star Trek Solaris conversion. Oh my god. Like it's as breathtakingly deep as that Game of Thrones one for Crusader Kings. It's ridiculous. Are you gonna watch Enterprise when you're done with Voyager? Been a long road. My actual plan was getting not from to watch there it. I was to gonna here. watch uh, Discovery yeah, and then I, prepare for Picard. Listen, I, yeah. Li- one day. Just just <laughs> listen to me. One day, yeah. Someday in your life, you've got decades more before your dirt. Give Enterprise a whirl when you're just like going like, man, I've watched every Star Trek goddamn thing there is, <laughs> except for this. It's been a long road with Scott Bakula. It's <laughs> it's something. not a priority. Voyager is my priority right now. Which you're gonna, I think I, I under I really uh, under did not look at it. Oh man, have. I'm so happy you're so into Voyager. As a Star Trek fan, I can pretty much say that because I like. Pretty much every Star Trek I've watched. What's Janeway's actress? Kate Mulgrew, right? I don't know. Something. I don't she, care. So, she's she, you know, she, really good she's job, so just oh, like like I said, there's you know this again with Star Trek. It's hard to you can't spoil Star Trek. It's hard to do that. Like where you could you could tell me how it Voyager no, ends. No, I, would, it, well, I would not like that. Um, no, yeah. uh, but there's this one episode where they run into Amelia Hart. That's not a huge fucking, <laughs> fucking leap or ruining anything. You know, there's just one random episode where some lady that you recognize plays Amelia Hart frozen in a thing, aliens, blah, blah, blah. But there's this point at the end of the episode, and she's leaning on her. She's standing there musing with Amelia Hart, and she's like, I think, I, you know, and may, of course, Amelia Hart does go away, but like, the, she's like, I think you and I would have a lot in common I've if seen we're that given episode. a chance. Yeah. To, and I'm like, you 
arrogant bitch. Yeah. Like, I just yeah. want I'm like Jane Way, you arrogant bitch. She always does stuff like that. She's like, well, I'm a bit of a like. Like I sent you that picture of her face <laughs> superimposed. Her yeah. face superimposed over Norman Osborn from yeah. the. I'm something of a scientist myself because she's constantly doing that. She's just leaning on the guardrail. Going, well, Harry, actually, the gamma radiation. Your your freaking Jellico memes that you've been sending to the group chat have been cracking me up. Yeah, big ups to. A subreddit just called Risa, R-I-S-A. It's this this the, one of the silly Star Trek meme subreddits, and it is chock a block full <laughs> of silly Star Trek related bullshit. Well, the, it's, the, I mean, you know, we were talking about a show when we watched this last episode the other uh, last week, Captain Jellico about, about Captain Jellico, 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 and yeah, we yeah. were like, what if there's a show just all about him? And then Evan finds these memes that at the top it says Star Trek. Jellico, and, and then like, some of them say Jellico and Data, and, then, <laughs> and it's anyway. just like little jokes. It, it's really it, funny, and Star it's all Trek based on this one episode, episode with this one douchebag playing, yeah, playing this replacement captain. Hilarious. Oh, uh, let me tell you. What about you, Justin? I'm not really watching much because uh, I've been spending a lot of time with a special someone. Ah, that's right. But uh, it's good. Know, I've been watching The Office like in a back, as a background show. Uh, completed that. Why the other have day. I not had the urge to rewatch the Alpha? Because you rem- you know how it ends. I don't hate how it ends. You will <laughs> when you rewatch it, like I did last it's time. It's just it's such a background show for me now that because the what what they do to Andy, you it really sticks out really bad when I rewatched. Um, and then so once that ended, I put on Parks and Rec as another background show. So Good that, show, yeah. Um, but that's that's pretty much it. I I haven't really been home much. How I Met Your Mother? That uh, she and I are actually watching. Uh, oh really? I yeah. just did a wild guess. Yeah. I just was like, yeah, we're watching that together. I mean, we're not like watching it religiously. So has she ever seen by, it? She has. Oh, okay. I introduced her to the show and she loves it. And okay. uh, we both agree that it's better than Friends. So there's well, there is another TV thing we, we can all about, agree, but on no that. one wants to hear me talk about wrestling. So I'll just shut up. So the, uh, yeah, um, my next show that I want to watch, I, what, what I'm thinking is what I just told you. I think I want to just move to Discovery. You're going to like stay Discovery. The, That's my the, prediction. I want to stay in the Star Trek mode because then when Picard comes out, I want to watch that when it's out. And I'll watch DS9 once we get to that episode. So I'll probably start. We should be getting close. That'll be my next. Really close. My yeah. next show. You'll get to see Julian Bashir. Well, hello there, Data. I'm Julian Bashir. Julian. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering what uh, what David Lynch would, would do with a, a Smallville season 11. That would be interesting. Cause okay. C- wow. So, Clark, he's Superman. That's a... That's boring. So what we're going to do is we're going to pick up right where the show left off, where he's ripping his shirt off and he's got the Superman shirt under there, and I want him to step off the building and follow his goddamn death. (laughs) I want him to just all of a sudden, just I want a slow transition of his face from very confident about to fly to, oh, no. It was all, and like then it's revealed, it was all a dream, <laughs> and he was actually the janitor at the Daily Planet. He wasn't found in a spaceship. He was a little boy with Down syndrome. So oh, in, when Christ. when it's in when it's from his perspective, he looks like Tom Welling, and he's all square jawed, 
But then, when it's seen from the outside, he's played by, you know, like a kid with Down syndrome. And uh, Lois is just real nice to him, but in his head, Lois <laughs> loves him, and he keeps trying to kiss her, and she's just like, oh, God, oh, get away. And it's we're going to play it to be real uncomfortable. And... Uh, <laughs> And and this real straight, just that, no science fiction stuff whatsoever, <laughs> and it's all like going back and following up to this point where he's convinced himself he's a super guy that does, can fly. Does he go into a mental institution? He's well, he's he kind of raised in one, oh, okay. you know, like a place where guys like that go to learn how to be. And then he you know, he goes out in the world and he's mopping the floor at the Daily Planet and like his best buddy's Jimmy Olsen, who's also a little bit slow, but not like he's 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 nice to him and Lois is nice to him, but they all feel real bad for him because he's real not he's not that well off. Oh poor Clark, you know. Uh, and then everybody bursts into spiders and disappears <laughs> under the wall. And the last scene of the show is ten minutes long, and it just—it's just the office that the whole show's been set in, and it's real quiet. And there's like a—I don't know—some weird song playing over it. And uh, is it, is it uh, this one? <laughs> probably something by Trent Reznor. <laughs> that was a very Lynchian. Thing to say about it because he—that's a—that's like a uh, lost. I go back to the burst highway. into spiders. Well, yeah. they do. He does a lot of that where the character you—you're watching the character as they see themselves, and then later in the movie he'll just do this switcheroo, and then suddenly gotcha. You, I'm yeah, the, gotcha. You think I'm deep and moody, but I'm really just the original M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> the next thing you know, they're like got all shitty hair, and they're a heroin addict. You know, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Uh oh. Uh oh. No, I mean, listen, with the dreck that the DC movies are putting out right now, like I, I and I love I love They need them. to get the CBS executive one of these days needs to talk about the <sighs> fucking it, you guys. They need to talk get him in there oh, to man. talk his board into how to fix the DC comic book universe because there's so All many right. things they could do. Sir yeah. Sir, we called this meeting. We invited you. We are clueless. We are losing money. Uh, Batman versus Superman, Man of Steel. Everyone right. hates our movies. First off, that, that Jewish lady you got playing Wonder Woman, get rid of her. She's not. <laughs> She's the best thing we got going, sir. I want to be more buxom. Tell her to get some implants or something. To get out of here, toots. <laughs> anyway. Batman, yeah, yeah, yeah. More of see, I'm, all right. Here's a Batman movie. It, it, it starts with Bruce Wayne and a Ferrari. It's gonna focus on Bruce Wayne and his womanizing, and he's gonna be gravity <laughs> girl, you know, because he has to put up this. He gotta convince people that he's a bad guy, <laughs> so he's gonna be grabbing on the girls. He's gonna be just pushing them around and being rude and gross and get grabbing on and putting his hands all over him. That's going to be like the first 30 minutes of the movie. <laughs> Jesus, that's, uh, that's a lot of screen then, time. Then he comes back to his house and he's just real tortured about it. He hates himself. He, he walks in and he's dinner. Before Alfred could even say anything, Bruce is just heaving into a trash can because of all the awful <laughs> shit he had to do to convince the people at Gotham that he's just a big, vile sack of shit. Anyways, and then he, he opens up, he presses some goddamn button, and a wall slides up, and he walks down into the back cave, but it fades to black. You never see any of that stuff. None of the cool superhero stuff. <laughs> the next scene, he's he's taking off his super his bat, 
bat suit, and he's got he's all hurt, and he's crying, and he, he, he's oh god, he's all hurt and busted up, and then he's putting on a tuxedo, and he's walking out and he's getting in his Ferrari, and he's just sitting there in the seat of it, just just bawling, just big wet tears, and then he goes and picks up some horse and goes to some party, and the next like hour of it is just him just being a vile, gross, grabby sack of garbage. What would be the title <laughs> of this Batman? Just called Wayne. Wayne. <laughs> it's just that back and forth until finally the last scene of the movie is him just just it's just him sitting in a darkened bat cave in a little a chair with a little bat symbol on the head, you know, that he's had the, glow, the glow of his crime computer and he's just and he slowly pulls out a a gun. The gun that he's did <laughs> The gun that killed his parents. And then then he shoots himself. And uh, then the Joker busts into the Batcave just to witness, just in time to see Bruce shooting his brains out all over the crime computer screen. And uh, and the Joker just goes, <laughs> oh, God. And he runs off. <laughs> and uh, he then, uh, yeah, that's it. The sequel's then all about the Joker having a breakdown. Uh, terrible, just depressing drug-fueled laying in a bathtub with hair and needles just just really falling <laughs> apart like penguin knocking on his door like hey you okay brother i just checking on you just me and riddler here we just wanted to make sure oh god oh he's he shit on himself guys uh, go get killer croc to lift him out of the bathtub and oh then we're here for you joker then it's kind of thoughtful and you get kind of flips the villains you know makes them like good guys they're all sad and helping the joker kind of back back to back to health so that's the sequel. That's called Wayne 2, Joker's Journey. Wow. Yeah, there you go. This is, we got it. That's yeah. it. Guys, get it, get it going. Get and the script then, going. Then Superman comes in and he f- just fucking fries them all. He just fries them with his eyes. Yeah. Boy, that girl that played Lois Lane, she's got, she's got some, she's built like, she's built like a woman, that one. Goodness gracious. All right, you can leave, sir. Okay, I'm not done talking about uh, Lois Lane's gazungas. <laughs> did you guys talk about the sex cult already? I really want to talk about that. We did. Oh, we did. The sex cult. I was in that, you know. I was I was trapped by by Alex. What is, what's her name? Allison like, Mack. Allison Mack for, for three months you in her sick, basement. Sick, dirty person. I'm like, I'm a 174-year-old man. What are you doing? Let me go. I'm, I can give you lots of money. I run CBS. <laughs> please, please, Allison, let me go. I need my my medicines. Wow. Medicine. Please let me go. I don't want to have sex with you anymore. Allison Mack, convicted okay. human trafficker. <laughs> convicted human trafficker okay. and sex cult leader, Allison Mack. <laughs> who played Chloe Sullivan on the hit CW show Smallville for 205 episodes. <laughs> oh, it's it literally the most entertaining part of the whole show. Anytime that Chloe popped her head on the screen, I'm like, hey, sex cult, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. So that's Smallville. Smallville. Sex cult. Uh, rated as a very good show, but from what I'm gathering from them... And everyone else, it's long running, but people enjoy it. Yep, it's got some che- got some cheese. You've proven you can enjoy shit like this. You've watched Supernatural. It is not a far stone's throw from Supernatural. 
It is the same pacing. I, I have no doubt. I would. I would like it's, it. It's the way. It's a blend of certain things. It. it, it this is absolutely a blend. Of I, certain I things. thought about it before I started Voyager as a possibility, but yeah. I went Voyager. No, no, definitely Voyager. Voyager is better. Than <laughs> <me>. <laughs> is it on your list? Better than? No, probably not. No, no. Voyager is much lower on. Yeah, than I've got a lot list. of editing to do to my list, guys. <laughs> Voyager's fantastic, though. All right. Go Taylor. So Voyager, Voyager, yeah, yeah. This, uh, yeah. Welcome. We kind of went all over the place with this one, guys. <laughs> this we did is a little a bit. Good, it's a good one, guys. This is a true to our. For the very first time, and I think I can fly. Yeah, that's what. what <laughs> All right. Anyway, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Yeah, thinking about a Creed imitation. How do you... Hell. It's only singing. He can't talk. Hell. Hell. Welcome, everybody. Hell. Vaguely Christian lyrics. I'm trying to... Hey, Mr. Sinko. I barely remember this song. Yeah, this is one of you, the ones you've I got. Don't this remember. is a Justin pulled some deep ass cut Creed. This is embedded. Okay, hold on. Let me get to the hook. Yeah, the hook it's there coming. Go. It's coming. Are you ready? Are you ready for what to do? Okay, now I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they, they say, are you ready? This are you ready? Really, Godsmack and Creed really what are two bands separated by just vague belief and disbelief in God. <laughs> yeah. They're the same band. Like, Satanic Creed is Godsmack. That's funny. That's the best part of this song. Uh,
9876543211 He literally just like Count ran out of lyrics <laughs> ran out of lyrics and decided to count 1098 No he had those lyrics and needed something to rhyme into them Oh I know just, I know My bird can tell that that's Dreck. <laughs> Boy, howdy. Uh, here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Our tribute to Creed. <laughs> They're like uncool Metallica. Like if... <laughs> They're literally, they are literally, if you just like stuck a big hypodermic needle into the head of Metallica as a whole. Yeah, listen to that. Sucked out all the cool. A little distortion starting up in the background. (laughs) That's like all Creed is. They're about to get ready. They're putting the water in their hair. Come on. He's got a foot up on the monitor. And then here comes a What if you did Jesus Christ. <laughs> but you know what? What if I listened? What if I I listened to this band? I don't remember. I listened to the shit out of too. Creed, man. I listened to so many of their songs. They were so catchy. You you'd be lying if you said you didn't turn that shit up yeah. if it ever came up on the dumbass radio. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like it's like I said, it's scientifically constructed. To be as triumphant as possible. Like they picked certain keys. Oh, w- one is another one I remember. Yeah. I think this was one of their earlier riffs, albums. man. They're catchy riffs. Yeah, their guitar player was everything for this band. Totally. I mean, that's yeah. a great like, he's, point. He's, yeah. the, he's the most the one, unremarkable he he singer. He hooked. Like this one. He, that this is the hooray for the child that makes it through. What is love? Yeah, every it's the hook. The guitar is the hook with yeah. him mumbling over it. And then he goes, "Oh, hooray for a child that makes it through. If there's any way, because wow, Taylor, <laughs> yeah, Taylor, like, I remember this shit. Like Creed. No, I, rem- I remember. All- I don't listen to Creed. Honestly, I don't. They're earworms. Anymore. They're earworms that but live in your brain. This is burned into my brain. Yeah, they got the two different. They got the little harmony going yeah. with the guy screaming. No, it's not harmony. It's just octave. It's you're right. It's just an octave. Yeah. And I bet that's him on top of him. He recorded himself. I bet you none of the other bands sing. He's harmonizing with himself. I know that that's what he's doing. Again, just like P.O.D., 
just vague enough lyrics. I'm not the one who's so far <laughs> But Creed away has just vague I enough lyrics. The snake but into my vein. <laughs> Same shit, but just the other direction. But just satanic, yeah. <laughs> wow. Instead of uh, the light and bringing you up and doing, you know, all these vagaries about like life and hope <laughs> and triumph Death. and God. But not, we're not saying that though. It's funny. And uh, then the other one's all negative and yeah. fuck you in my blood. Blood in my stool and. <laughs> Poison in my eyeballs and my hair is falling out and there I is don't a like witch you on my grave and the witch I don't said need your words shit today. <laughs> you're pathetic in your own way. <laughs> you're pathetic in your own way. I'm confident I'm best can. Phone phone fans I fair can. Anyway, okay. okay. This is really long. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, you guys. We're done. Uh, Doggy Club. We did it. <laughs> I insisted upon us we talking about it. music some more, and I don't regret it one bit. Bye. <laughs> <God>. <laughs>